The scripture verse for our meditation today is taken from St. Paul's first letter to the young pastor Timothy, the fourth chapter, verse 8. For bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. These are your words, Heavenly Father. They are your truth. We pray that you would increase our faith through them. Amen. A family recently purchased a new home and in the backyard decided to erect a chain-link fence and create a little playground for their children. Put in a little sandbox and a, a nice swing set and some other toys that were in the backyard. One of the reasons that the father had decided to build this fence and put it up and everything was because of the fact that um, at a previous house, the children had gotten in trouble nearby and gone into a garage and because of some gasoline and flames ended up starting a garage on fire and he had to go in and rescue them. And to this day, in fact, still had scars on his arms from that. And as he put up this six foot or so chain link fence in the backyard, his goal was to keep his children safe and he explained to them that he wanted them to stay in the yard and so the children went out and began to play day after day. And they started to look through the chain link fence at the neighbor's yards and started to see some things over there that looked kind of exciting and interesting and fun. They saw that one of the neighbors had a swimming pool and another neighbor had a bigger sandbox than theirs and a nice swing set, big, huge swing set. Another neighbor had a big dog and so as the children sat in the backyard playing in their little yard and they began to kind of grumble and complain to each other that maybe their dad didn't really care about them, that he wouldn't let them go over and, and partake of these other things that were so much fun and so much nicer. And so they, they kept complaining to, other, to each other and talking about this to each other day after day and finally one day decided let's help each other scale the fence. Let's help each other get up over that chain link fence and go over into the neighbor's yard and go for a dip in the pool. And so they did, and they went over into the pool. And the father came out and saw them and went running over into the neighbor's yard and yelled at them to get out of the pool and grabbed each one of them and dried them off and brought them back home and brought them to the backyard and sat them down. And he said, you need to understand something. The neighbor's swim swimming pool hasn't been cleaned for years. It's full of a virus. It's got stuff in it that could harm your skin, possibly bad enough to even not just make you sick, but maybe even end your life. The other neighbor who has the dog over here, that dog in the past has had rabies and often eats dead animals and things. We don't know what kind of danger it might pose for you. And the, the other yard over here with the large swing set in it, I've been over there and looked at it, and it's full of a lot of rusty bolts. It would be very easy to fall off of that and break a leg. I've asked you to stay inside of the yard that I've provided you. Don't be fooled into thinking it's going to be more fun to go somewhere else. And then he finally pulled up the sleeves on his arm and showed them his scars. And he said, remember what I've done for you. I've been willing to rescue out of you out of a fire. When I ask you to, to follow my orders, it's for your good. 
It's not for me. It's for your good. Our Lord Jesus Christ has given us very specific commands regarding our sexuality, regarding marriage, regarding our bodies, regarding how we should act inside of marriage, how we should approach things like dating, things like that. And a lot of those rules and boundaries that he's given us aren't very exciting. In fact, the culture we live in makes fun of them and tries to, tries to antagonize us to likewise mock and ridicule the boundaries which God has placed before us. But God's the one that designed our bodies. He's the one that designed marriage. He's the one that came up with all the, all the things about it. He's the one who understands it. He's the one who knows the dangers of going outside of all of those different boundaries. But it's so alluring to look through the fence at how the world operates. It seems like we'd be so much happier. Wouldn't it be more fun to jump out of the yard? Wouldn't it be more fun to get over that fence and get into all this stuff that seems so much more interesting? And so we climb the fence. We're tempted to jump over the boundary. We go after and find sin and see if it's fun. We want to bring it into ourselves and into our lives. We find ways to pervert our minds and our eyes. We find ways to use our bodies with other people as if we're married to them when we're not. We try to treat our sexuality like it's just a plaything. We talk about our sexuality the way people would talk about the inside of a toilet. Because you see, we're so much smarter than God. The kids know more than the dad. We know so much more than God don't we? Doesn't our culture know more than God? Isn't our culture smarter than this God that's created all of this and designed all of this? But then the pain comes. Then the problems come. Then we have broken relationships. We have sexual disease. We have abuse. We have depression. We have guilt and shame. People are filled with self-loathing because of their past sins. We have unwanted pregnancies, in some cases, even death. I can't imagine if I could write down the list of all the problems in the, in the realm of sexuality that students have come to talk to me about in the 15 years that I've been here at Bethany. And we're always tempted to think we know better than God. But the very Son of God who gives us these commands pulls up his sleeves and puts his hands in front of us that bear the very scars of rescuing you and me from the fires of hell by his death on the cross. And he points to the scar in his side where the spear went in. The very wounds that demonstrate to us his great deep love and concern for each one of us. And that by these scars he has forgiven us, yes, forgiven us, wiped away, any of that guilt that would cause us shame and self-loathing, wiped it all away and given us his holiness. And through that, likewise, he's, he's given us the promise of an everlasting home in heaven where we will get to live forever in the perfection of our bodies. But then he says to us, you need to understand, this is how dedicated I am to you. If I give you a command about things in your life, it's not for me 
It's for your sake. It's for your benefit. It's for your good. The blessings and benefits that come from following our Savior's word is not only for the life that's waiting for us in heaven, yes, but it's also for the life that we're living right now, that now is. Look at our text one more time. Godliness is profitable for all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. As we just sang, Oh, blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. Amen. Please turn to hymn number 188 in your hymn book, hymn number 188. And right at the end of that hymn is a beautiful prayer for marriage. And let's use that today as our prayer. Please rise, and we'll pray that together in unison. O God the Father, our helper and our comforter, in time and for eternity, look upon your servants, who according to your institution have entered into the covenant of wedded love and faithfulness. Bless them and guide them by your Holy Spirit, that in all things your good and gracious will may be done in them. May the word of Christ dwell in them richly. Make their home and hearts your dwelling. Unite their souls in Christ Jesus, that they may know true love. Bless them in each other, and give them patience and meekness to bear with one another in their infirmities. Prosper the work of their hands, and crown their lives with your loving kindness and tender mercies. Let even their afflictions and sorrows yield them the peace of your righteousness, which passes all understanding. And teach them in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving to make their requests known to you. When they have finished their faithful pilgrimage on earth, give them an eternal home with you in heavenly joy. For the sake of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, the Bridegroom of our souls. Amen. We sing the indicated verses of hymn 418.
peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus, for now and history. 